Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim Hooday. Zim, say what's up. Hello, world. How y'all doing tonight? We have a very, very, very special guest with us tonight. We got none other than Carl Lawson. What's, what's up, Carl? What's up, man? Appreciate y'all having me, man. Oh, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. Man, uh, I so appreciate the- you taking out this time with us. It's been such a crazy, crazy whirlwind of different things that have happened in the season with the drafting of Joe Burrow, all these different things. People probably doubted you. We seen you coming out there like going going crazy already. Um, is there anything that you thought like coming into the season that maybe you didn't think would be possible or did you ever doubt yourself at any point coming into the season? Uh, doubt myself about like, what about doubting about like just your play so far? Three and a half sacks, your fifth. Oh, you're no, tied, you're, no, you're tied for third in the league. Oh, no, I never doubted myself. I mean, no, nah, never. I mean, I knew I was, I always knew I've been good. You just got to be confident in yourself and then, and in the situation and stuff like that. But I mean, I always knew, you know, more playing time I get, you know, more I ball. I've always produced and with whatever the small amount of snaps I get. So the more I get, the more I produce. So I'm, I've never doubted myself for. Thought anything was uh, ever not possible. So, you know, I just want to keep on trucking, uh, never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. No, that's factual. You definitely are one of the underrated players in this league, for sure. You received 21 offers uh, for college. You visited Clemson, Auburn, Tennessee. Um, You and Peyton Barber, though, y'all are pretty tight. Y'all both ended up going to Auburn. Was that the deciding factor there on that, or was it something else? Nah, nah. So I'm lazy, so Auburn is close. You know, it was like, it was like, and I mean, it's good atmosphere, but I didn't want to be too far from home. And then you got to think like Peyton Barber was my high school teammate, my next door neighbor, my roommate. Oh, wow. So, I mean, so PB, that's, that's my, that's, that's my dude. So, I mean, um, and he actually, he was committed to Ole Miss and at last minute I flipped him to Auburn. So just, you know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't like really deciding factor. I was like, I loved Auburn. It was close to home. Um, but I was like, I wasn't really trying to go too, too far away. And, uh, you know, Atlanta's a great spot. So I was like, I can get back to Atlanta in like hour 45 from, right. uh, from Auburn. So, I mean, yeah. And that's dope because you guys play each other this year. So, I know y'all are pretty much looking forward to that matchup, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm always happy to see my brother. Man. You know, and then, then our birthdays are two days apart. So, we always end oh, up wow. celebrating on uh, – pretty much celebrating uh, on like, you know, on the 28th usually. And, you know, and then like first couple years before we got into the NFL, we'd be like – Hey bro, what you get for your birthday? Nothing. What you get for your <laughs> Nothing. So like, was, so before we got some money, it was like you know it was kind of like just like you know celebrating misery together. So I mean, right, right, right. right. Like uh, when when you were um, coming out of Auburn or anything, I, I noticed like coming up, you mentioned a lot of different players that I really really loved growing up as well too, like Derek Thomas, Kevin Green, Reggie White. Finish that list off for me. Like, is there anybody else that you want to put in that top five? Like, just like even even in, before you got to Auburn, like, is anybody that you just were just like that's the guy? That, that that's the guy. I mean, like you mean talking about I, old school players, or right? It can be right now too. We're gonna do both. Let's do both. Let's let's talk. I mean, old. A, a, AD is like is a, like here here goat here walking goat right now. Like you Facts. like you got to put him in like the category of like one of those dudes. And then, I mean, like, you know, just edge rushers-wise, like, I, I looked at all the great edge rushers. But you mentioned, mentioned Kevin Green. I actually, like, and Kevin Green's an Auburn guy. 
Mm-hmm. We're um he taught I, me a lot about uh speed to power, and that was his thing. That's where he got like a million sacks off of it. He kind of had like a um he had, he 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 coached me up when I was at Auburn. You know, I went to I went and trained with him, and then you know he he's always giving me tips, and he's a good dude, man. So I mean, uh, I really look up to Kevin Green, but I look but, up to everybody, like everybody. Um, but give me your top five now, bro. Give me your top five, like uh, old school, old school. First, old give me your, give me your old school top five. I don't know how what's old school now. Like Freeney's up there. Okay. Eric Thomas, Reggie White. Bet. You know the the original conventional outside linebacker, uh, Lawrence Taylor. Um, mm. you know, just like you know, Derek Thomas already said that. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's so many guys, man, that paved the way for us now. So I mean. And I hope I'm not leaving nobody out. But those are those ones. That's a strong five, bro. Yeah, those are the ones that just kind of come to mind um, right off the rip for me, just me personally, the style. Oh, and then Bruce Smith because of the outside hand stance, which I kind of copied from him. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, obviously, you had a sack against Lamar Jackson, and you've had success against him also in college when he was at Louisville. Like, you kind of wrecked that game for them as well. As an edge rusher, is this a matchup that you look forward to? And if it is, like, what is it like to try to to try to bring down Lamar Jackson? First of all, it's not a matchup I look forward to because it's like you got to do give due respect, league MVP running around. Um, but no, I mean it's it's good to get to to possibly get to him because it's like it's like chasing a chicken, man. Um, all right, you know, and you finally get there, you're like, yeah, I got you, but you know. <laughs> But nah, you know nah. what be killing me though is everybody saying, "Man, just just make them throw, make them throw like like they're not that's, watching." That's that's that's, just, that's the, where people get the biggest mistake. If you don't that's work, big, big the biggest mistake. I mean, and then a big mistake a lot of teams make is just letting them sit there and just carve up people in the pocket. I'm just like, where I don't get <laughs> like I, the NFL to me is all always about labeling people, and you know that right. becomes a big narrative. So once you're labeled as something, it's hard to break that narrative, but you can end up wrecking people in the opposite. Like, I've always been labeled as a pass rusher. I don't get – because I'm used as that doesn't mean, like, that, that wasn't my – that's, I came from SEC. All we did was play the run. Fact. But, like, labeled as a – I've been labeled as that because that's what I've been used to do. Um, and then Lamar Jackson labeled as a runner. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Let's let's make him throw for a, from a well. I'm like, all right, that's stupid. And carve you up for 300 yards. So right. it's not – and then he going to get out – He's so he like even sometimes when teams try to play him well, like he'll get out of the pocket just off of his pure athleticism. Like no, like try to keep him in the pocket, yeah. But like he like you there's some there's a cheat code sometimes. So I mean, you know, that's that's all I really gotta say about that. But it's it's um it's a challenge to get to him. It's a challenge. Uh, talk to me about there's a lot of metrics and stuff out there going around. Obviously, like most people hold sacks is key, but there's there's been a debate that pressure should also receive some notoriety. Not as much as sacks, but that should be another indicator of a good pass rusher uh, being if they don't have as many sacks. What is your opinion on that? Like, what's the most important aspect of it from a pass rushing standpoint? I mean, you. All right. So it's just like. um it's so much stuff that like kind of goes into it from my mind and then pers- perspective of like the pressure, you know, this, that, and the third also like, I think, you know, um, not all sacks are equal. Um, and I think also timing of sacks, you know, if you get a sack out of that two and a half range, you know, the quarterback probably held the ball. But if you get in a, in a sack within like two and a half, that means, you know, you got there and you probably won, efficiently and then there's there's pressures but then again you got to take into account 
uh, rush and coverage working together because I've seen a lot of guys that probably like you know will be beat their guys um clean um and you know ball just got out because you know something happened with coverage or just timing a throw so it's it's a lot of different variables. Me personally, I like to look at um what who the rusher is going against um and like the timing of the rush and just it's so many different variables but like but like you know but you can see who the 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 elite guys are in the league you can tell you can tell that but pressure is definitely something that has to be taken into account but also and there's so many other things like what what's the player what scheme is the player playing in like what is his job responsibility a lot of uh, a lot of people probably don't see that like sometimes a player will have to keep a quarterback in the pocket Right. It's like, okay, this guy's not rushing. Why is he not doing that? Well, you know, what's his job responsibility? Or sometimes um, they don't have as free, some maybe not have uh, as freedom to do some of the things that, like, um, like a JJ Watt could, you know, when JJ Watt was balling, JJ Watt did whatever he wanted in the defense, whatever he wanted. So, you know, he kind of has a little more freedom there. So it's a, it's a lot of different variables that go into that. But you can see on tape when somebody beats somebody one on one. Or is affecting the quarterback making a move up in the pocket. The quarterback feels that that affects the time of the throw. <clears throat> you can see when people are chipping. So it's it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But sacks aren't like the biggest um, indicator of the best rushers. And then you know a lot of times like you know, but coaches and players in the league are probably the biggest ones that'll give you give you the the props or, or or can be the best judges of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I think we talked a lot about like. You know, probably about football, probably more than we probably ever talked this now, which was really good and insightful. But what I really want to know is one of my favorites, my favorite tweets that you've ever written is you said, I go to sleep every night excited for breakfast. Do you yeah. remember that tweet? Yeah. Tell the people true. how tell people how happy food makes you. Man, I'm a big foodie, but I, I changed my diet a lot this year. And I- so it's not fun no more? It's it's breakfast is always fun. You can't mess up breakfast. Like I love eggs. I love breakfast. You could cook eggs. eggs. Way, you could cook you way eggs. too hard though. Huh? You could cook you can, eggs way I, I too hard though. I I can, but I don't. I, I make sure. Okay. So the secret of cooking eggs, you just got to me personally, is you got to continuously stir, medium like four at, at four to five medium, to, and just right. continuously stir, and they always yeah. they always stay fluffy. Now if you let them sit and you know they you leave the stove for a little bit, and then you try to mix them up, then they don't they then they mess up. But if it's about that pan, too. It's yeah, about no that brown. pan, too. No brown on them eggs, man. We yeah, don't do man. the brown. Keep them fluffy. <laughs> Throw some cheddar in there. Mix up cheddar. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, w- I wake up excited for breakfast. That's, like, the best meal. Like, if you mess – I only have – I've only ordered one breakfast place that was just, like, trash. Right. And I was, like – and I was, like, literally, like, how y'all mess up breakfast? Like, you can't <laughs> – do, 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 do you get time to eat, like, in Cincy a lot? Because one of the best questions that I had was somebody was asking, that, like – I did, this, this was kind of like a two-part question. If you had to pick between Skyline, La Rosa's, Graders, and Grippos, those are four places that people swear and live by in Cincy, right? Yeah, y'all going to be mad at me. You, <laughs> nah, see, tell it like how it is, Carl. So, but we, we want the real, and, and nobody's going to be feeling no type you of way. You know what? I ain't going to keep it real. You know what? I might get a deal from them one day, so we're going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Out of those what, four, what, is what there... What Chappelle say? He did, he did commercials for Coke and Pepsi. All the places are great. <laughs> all of them great. That, all of them great. That's a perfect answer. <laughs> but I got to ask you, bro, because I'm a huge Dragon Ball character myself. I was, I thought it was so dope that you were into it as well. I got to know, bro, who are your top five Dragon Ball characters? 
it's Vegeta, of course, Goku, Trunks, and um, probably Goku Black. He a new one. He he. Cold, yeah, he Goku Black villain. is cold. Goku yeah, Black, that's a cold villain, man. That's a. That's crazy. I was gonna ask you who your favorite villain was, and I was like, um, if he said Goku Black, he might he might be on yeah, some. Goku Black is cold, and then there's so many different characters. I was gonna say Jiren, but they they punked him out, man. They yeah, they they they, did. they 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 met. That could have been one of the best characters, and they just made him like they just they just messed up the whole story. It was just that could have been one of the best characters ever. But who my fifth? You all, you gotta I put Frieza in there. You gotta put Frieza. Frieza, in there. yeah, Frieza cold. Frieza starting to be cold. I might, and I was gonna say Gohan, but they messed they messed Gohan up too. Oh my! Don't don't even get me started on that, bro. They, I'm they gotta to redeem Gohan for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. Those are my four that like you know just like stick out. Oh, Brawly. That's Brawly, five. yeah, Brawly. yeah, for sure. Or, original Brawly. Original Brawly was this this new Brawly was like oh he's just angry not nah, original brawley was really I'm, I'm coming to stump you out oh like, yeah he was savage you're talking about the non-canon one the one back in the day in the, the in the movie yeah, that's my favorite movie all yeah. time like you just out here just that brought the original brawley is like easily my favorite character somebody aaron butler in the comments said the old king piccolo Nah, nah, that's, <laughs> that's not even. Nah, that's not hey, even. Hey, look, nah. because see, like I watch this stuff like somewhat with my son or whatever, but I'm not as knowledgeable as, as you guys. But I do know this: somebody did say Vegeta or Goku. Yeah, Vegeta or Goku. Vegeta. I mean, Vegeta. Cincinnati kid asked that. Nah, yeah, Vegeta. I already said. I think I already put Vegeta up there. Vegeta. Yeah. But Vegeta. Vegeta but who do you lean towards? I'm I'm gonna lean towards the winner, Goku. But like, look, let me put it like this: Vegeta, if it wasn't for like plot armor, Vegeta easily my favorite character. Facts. They be using always, we always know Vegeta always gets slapped up. So it's just like you can't, you can't, you can rock with him, but you can't, you can't rock with him all the way. Cause they never gonna give him the W. It's like never, it's either gonna. gonna never, it's the it's the but the the uh what's it called um Kerry Toriyama basically said he don't like Vegeta, the writer. Right, Toriyama. Yeah. 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 He said he don't even like he don't even like him, but not Vegeta. He about that, like that's, that's unless you future trunks Gohan or Goku, you're not getting a dub. <laughs> yeah, future trunks take, Gohan don't take no dubs either. He's been getting punked. Yeah, ever since years. the Cell Saga, yeah, it's been a it's been a wrap. They need to they need to correct that for sure. Like I also noticed that you play uh, video games as well. You got I think a PlayStation or something like that. Do you play any of the Dragon Ball games? Because I play Xenoverse, Look, but they got a whole bunch. Yeah, I, I played all the Xenoverses, all the all the Dragon Ball Z games. They keep stealing my money. The same story, <laughs> you know. It's been the same story for like twenty years. I've been playing forever, but that old, the best Dragon Ball Z game was that they had the Budokai Tenkaichi. Budokai. That's what it was yep. called. It was yep. on PS2, the hardest <laughs> PS2 and PS3. Those the hardest games. Any I, like if they brought it back today, it would still be like it'd be cold. But those that was I used to play that all the time. That was my favorite game. Facts, facts. Like, let me ask you this, because you you said video games. I remember one time though, I, I it might have been a while ago, but you were talking about Madden. You don't play Madden no more. Oh yeah, I play Madden. I just play Madden because I want to be a GM. So I like I like doing all like the oh like um, franchise. But you I like, like doing franchise. But I, I mean, it's they haven't been updating franchise the last couple of years, so it's like yeah, it's kind of like kind of like like you know, it's like, kind of like a little repetitive. But like, yeah, I like doing all the, like the. The GMing and stuff like that. That stuff is like really fun, like building teams and stuff like that. And I like, I like that playing video games too, but it's like, you know, you could like build attributes on players and stuff right. like that. Um, See, you're better like than me. Games. If I was you, I just would go get Carl Lawson and just make myself a 99 and just go crazy. Oh, and yeah, just kill yeah. Everybody. No, I'll, no, when I play myself, <laughs> I make myself work for it. Like, I ain't going to just like, you know, <laughs> nah. I, I first couple years on the game because I was getting knocked out. Blockchain wasn't so hot on there. But I'm right. myself. 
you know, I work. Do you ever do you ever complain to the ratings adjuster because it's supposed to be Chad now? Like Chad's supposed to be the new Madden ratings adjuster, right? Oh, I don't yeah. know nothing about that. I just go off of uh, I just whatever they give me, they give me. I just play from there. Like I that's what's up, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't go up. off the ratings. But I'm saying, if you have you ever seen it, like even let's just go to your rookie year. You ever see it and just say, damn, like how the hell I get a seventy something like? Cause that's what he's saying. He's saying we could plug you in, possibly. Chad Ochocinco is now nah, a part nah, of that staff, nah, <laughs> and we can nah, get your ratings correct. I keep, I keep it whatever. I mean, like, if whatever they want to rate me, they rate me. That's not my thing. Cause I mean, I'll go. On, I know there's if it ain't a ninety nine, I'm not where I need to be. So right. you know, so nah, I mean, you right. know, so it's it's whatever with that. But I don't. I, I look at like some of the attributes on there, and I'll be like, oh, that's just cool. I mean, my my what's the name attributes on there like speed. I think the strength could be higher, but everything else is straight. Like, you know, I'm not overly fast. I acceleration on there, I'm, I got good acceleration. I just think the strength could be a little bit higher. But other than that, that's good. So we're going to have to make a phone call for you. We got you. Yeah, go get... ahead. Go ahead if you want. <laughs> um, what was the, uh, the, the, the other thing I was going to ask you, too, is I noticed that, and, and I've heard this, too, is that you definitely into, I've seen you, like, tweet about this and stuff, too, like, just rap music in general. Like I seen you bumping Nas one time. I seen you talking about J. Cole album before, whatever. We don't have to do a top five, but if I get if I handed you the ox core right now, what are you playing before the game Sunday? Do you have a playlist? No, nah, I don't I don't even listen to like game stuff like that. I'll watch like I just watch stuff about like war and like I love like this uh this like this little two-minute video like Mike Tyson. He talks about how like uh, how intimidation, or I'll watch like uh, I watch uh, I watch Troy the scene where Achilles rolls up on a, a Patrick. <laughs> uh, I watch like I'll just watch a bunch. Of, I'll even watch like maybe like Dragon Ball Z like Brawly transforming like just like <laughs> scenes like I don't really like because like I'll tweet about music, but I like I really like all types of music and it's like my playlist is weird. Like you'd be like. Damn, like he nah, nah, that, that's a so true got, one. Got, like got, they got on me the other day. So like, so I got everything on there, but like, but if it before games, I like, I like watching stuff like motivation, like Eric Thomas, or just like, or just something to get right. you hyped, like, like a scene from a movie that you were hyped about. So like, I think before this last game, I was just I watched the, uh, yeah, me and my boy Sam, we was I, I got him on it too. He, that scene uh, from Troy is his favorite too, right. um, but. Um, but yeah, when Hector pulls up to the Trojan Gate, they could have shot him with arrows. I mean, when, right. when, uh, no, when Achilles pulls up to the Trojan Gate, calls out Hector. That was uh, what I watched before this game, and I, that got me hyped. So I don't really listen to music before games. Well, one thing I wanted to do, Zim, and, and maybe you had some queued up, is we wanted to do our speed round and, and definitely give the fans the opportunity to ask some questions. But before we get into that, I just want to thank my man, Chris Cincinnati's five-star barber, for making this happen. If you're in the Natty, please be sure to stop by the five-star studio, uh, 1156 1 Chester Road, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, definitely be sure to stop by there, get a cut, check them out. Uh, but, Zim, with that said, we could go ahead and start the, the speed round. We can start this. Hold on. I got one quick thing before that. Go ahead. I don't think people understand this about Carl. I follow you on the gram, right? I feel like you secretly probably have a meme page that you just make memes yourself. And you probably got like some type of... I think you got a burner meme account or something somewhere. <laughs> but you do post some memes. 
a burner meme account? Nah, I don't yeah. got a burner. I just like all right, all right, all right. I, just, I just follow like uh I'll follow like a bunch of different accounts and stuff and just like and then you know I just be having memes stacked no, that's how I am in my group. You know, just have me in fact, you wanna whatever you whatever you do, um, I, I try to like, you know, just spread a little joy somehow. And laughter is the best medicine forever, you know. Uh, my like, you know, a lot of times, like sometimes I've been so busy that you know, um that my boy like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I just got a bunch of memes, but a lot of I always want to spread some laughter in that. But a way sometimes I can connect with my friends and stuff like that, just sending them memes. But Thanks. if somebody ain't sending me no meme right now, I'm like, dang, something must be up with Buddy, because you know, right. so I can check on check on them. Because you know, I got so I got a lot. Of, like I'm always busy and stuff like that. So like you know, just spread a little joy somehow. Um, look, look, my yeah. wife, my wife tell me, I tell her, I send her, I send her memes. And shout out to my wife if she's in here. I'm not sure, but I send her memes all the time, right? And she'd be like, why you don't be talking? I'm like, listen, I love you if I send you memes for real, like throughout the day. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how I be. That's how I be communicating through uh, to people. Like my sister, I send her memes like all day because you don't get a chance to talk to everybody on the phone sometimes. But I yeah. always watch that about you. Like if y'all have, if y'all have the opportunity, please make sure y'all follow Carl on Instagram because he'll slip one in there real quick on oh, you. Yeah. But he's gonna drop it on there. And it, it's really really funny because it's like it got a bunch of different variations. It's black Twitter stuff. It's on. It's like it's like. Religious twisted stuff on it too. Like it's it's a little bit of everything. So I thought it was really dope, like the selection of the memes. Because I'm like you, I got a group chat with my friends and I always keep some joints ready. I keep my gifts ready. I keep all that stuff ready to go. Oh yeah, so facts. Yeah, me and my dope. wife, bro. Like whenever it's like shows we watch, sporting events that's going on, like we be ready for the memes. If you having the memes on deck, ready yeah. to blast. I got out. I got them stacked. Got a bunch of my arsenal. Was was there anyone on the Bengals um, from I guess like the older era that you knew about before you were actually drafted by the team? Uh, I mean, I really, I only really knew like uh, I knew Gino, I knew AJ, and I really didn't. I, you know, I'm from Atlanta, so I didn't really know much about like uh, this area. So I knew right. those are the teams that like you know. But then my my D line coach had Gino at Georgia, so I knew Gino. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's go into this uh, part because we want to make sure that we're being very, 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 very um, cognizant of your time. Yes, but I did have a bunch of questions. One of the best questions that I had that uh, from this is from a great beat writer, uh, Rebecca Toback. She said, how mad did it make you when Carson Wentz escaped his first almost sack in that game and has inspired him to finish and make sure the quarterback is down as a result? I don't know if you can answer that fast. No, I can answer it fast. I was mad, but you know, you gotta play the next play because you know you you can't make no plays if you think about the one before. Right. Right. Uh next question. Ask Carl how many sacks does he want to have this season? That's from Scarhead 15. Uh my goal every year is to lead the league, even if I'm far off some years, but that's the goal. Uh Andrew Druska, who do he said, Did he always want to be a defensive end growing up? And if not, what position did you want to play? I wanted to go get the quarterback, but I started out as nose guard. So, um, but yeah, I always want to be a DN watching Dwight Freeney. Uh, Whitney Bengals. Whitney says, I like to get his opinion on how the vets, the free agent vets and the rooks are coming together. How's the trust and communication levels? Everything's been good, man. You know, there's a lot, there's kind of been, um, some discord in some recent years, but we all got a lot of good guys on the, on the, on, on the same path, uh, trying to reach the same goal. What's your, Body fat percentage and diet. I feel funny asking you that, but <laughs> I mean, we, uh, this year, this year I think I got to 
ten or nine percent. Someone said, someone said, if Broly played uh, in the NFL, what position do you think he play? The most dominant position, the end. He probably, he definitely be at the end. Uh, Brandon, all he wrote says, I like to ask him two questions. He practices regularly against Jonas, so I like to hear his thoughts on how he stacks up against uh, tackles. I guess in relation, I guess he's asking like, how does Jonah compare to the guys you've been going up against? And the second part of his question is. Have there been any talks about extensions? Uh, I don't want to get into all that stuff, but as far as Jonah goes, um, everything in the NFL is about matchups. So, like, one guy might be good for another person, another person might be good for somebody else. And uh, and so, like, when you, even when if you play Madden, you wouldn't you wouldn't even necessarily think that, but that's kind of how it kind of go how it goes. Like, and every on any given Sunday, anybody can kick your ass. So it's it's kind you get what I'm saying. So that's kind of my question. Answer to that. Right, right. Um, I think somebody already you kind of answered this Skyline versus Gold Star. Uh, Monty Love said, "What's been the key to his most his more effective pass rush this year?" I um, guess he's talking. About, is he talking about a move? But he says, "What's the key to your most being effective?" Being on the field more, just having more opportunities has been more helping me be more effective instead of just being like you know just third down. Right. Uh, what are your keys? Uh, Hunter Morse, Hunter Morse, fifteen says. What are your keys to slowing down the Ravens this weekend? Just playing discipline, doing what the coaching staff says to do, and just you know playing together and playing fast. Uh, Spooky Gav says. What do you think is going to be the key to unlocking the next level for the pass rush this season? Just keep being, keep on getting uh, better each week. That's it, man. You can't. There's no like magic formula for it. Right. Facts. Steven Crowtown, we, we, we'll do like one, two more. Steven Crowtown, his name is Steven Crowtown. He says, tell him to unblock me. Um, <laughs> you probably said probably, something crazy. He said something crazy my uncle probably said to me. Or, they just, or fans will just tag you in disrespect. I don't even get that. Are you going you gonna to roast me? Don't tag me in a disrespect. I'm just like, come on. Like, but right. I, don't know, I don't know who it is particularly. He probably said something. Okay. I, I mean, for us, I'm going to tell you, like, ultimately, our goal for us, too. And if I don't have anything nice to say, I generally just, I'm just no, not going to say it. you can talk trash. No. Just don't, just don't, like, like just my, don't my tag somebody. Me, then I got to block right. you. Or, or just right. don't tag. I've seen people just get tagged and just pure disrespect. I'm just like, come right. on, bro. Like, <laughs> like do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who wants you to wake up can, to that? I don't care. You can talk trash about me. Like, I might have. No, be, but see, that's. up on a player. Our platform, I think we're using our platform for this. Like, you're wearing a helmet generally when people see you. I want people to like you the same way that we F with you when you got drafted. Like, I want people – I don't want somebody to have a bad game or Carl Lawson doesn't have a sack, and then they're like, oh, we should just trade Carl. Like, that's – our goal is to, like, like have people invested in you the same way. As much as you don't care about that part, it's part of being a good fan. It's like falling in love with the players. Like, when I was a kid – like I just fell in love with certain players, and ultimately, that's what we're trying to do for like all the players on our team. Because I want y'all to be a part of the team, whether you go on to other endeavors or whatever. Like we, we, we fuck with you. Period. Facts, facts. Well, Carl, thank you for your time, bro. We appreciate you no. spending time and, and coming through and and uh, rocking with us for sure. Um, is there anything that you want to say before you get out? Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Appreciate it, appreciate it bro. Right. Take y'all it easy. Doing, man. Y'all, y'all be send all of y'all memes to Carl. Make sure y'all send all y'all memes to Carl. If you get a good one to him, he's going to retweet it for y'all. Because I just told him he's going to do it and he's going to do it on the spot. Right, Carl? Yeah, I got y'all. 
All right, bro. So, take it easy. Y'all stay up. Keep up with the show. Yes, yes sir. sir. We'll talk to you, man. That was Carl Lawson, people. So we got to hit a couple different topics. I feel like we went through a lot of different questions that we didn't get a chance to get it uh, into the last time we did an interview. Uh, I think with AJ was the last yeah. time we did an interview, right? Yeah. Do you have any first impressions, like right off the off the back after that interview? I think that he's a cool dude. Uh, definitely humble, down to earth. I think that he's a guy that's not going to make excuses or anything like that for for anything. I thought that that was pretty dope. Like. Him saying like, okay, if I didn't do good on a certain play, it's cool. Criticize me and stuff like that, but don't don't put it on a public display where someone has to tag me or a family member has to see this and stuff. So I thought that that was dope. I think that um, certain things that he said really shined a light on the perspective of edge rushers, right? Like when he said that certain uh, defensive ends have to sit there and just contain like a lot of people don't think about that like maybe their primary reason on that on that particular down isn't that they had to get the quarterback i thought that that was interesting one thing that popped out of my head was last year when we played the ravens they kind of had geno dropping back in like this zone thing to try to figure out where lamar was going to go so i think that that was was interesting also how he said that certain guys do certain things well and certain guys match up in in other areas i thought that that was interesting i thought that he said all sacks aren't created equal that was like a bomb right there i was like oh okay cool right. so so I think that that actually, um, and I kind of got into a debate about this over on the AFC North channel. We kind of talked about pressures versus sacks. And I think someone said, like, um, if you get a pressure, it's like getting a girl's phone number but never calling her or something like that. Like So so I Man, thought it was interesting that he shed light on that. Man, sometimes you play some of these games. Like, I, I think we need to get my boy from PFF, uh, Austin Gill, on here or something like that. But – Pressures are sometimes the new sacks. Like if you making a, a quarterback feel uncomfortable, like Carl Lawson has always been at the top of the league in pressures. Right. Getting home sometimes. Uh, I talked about this at the end of I think the last game. Dunlap has been there a lot, but he's not getting home, so he puts his hands up. Carl Lawson's pressures are different pressures. It's like a menacing pressure that the quarterback can feel. I think right. people, you know, so it, it's different ways. Like if I had more time to talk to Carl, probably. Privately, I would definitely be talking to him about like, you know, like different techniques or pressures in that in that aspect and how he feels about it. One thing I wanted to say is shout out to my man, Diddy, man. I saw that you were in the hospital. Hey, man, we hope that um, you're well, bro. You're always in all of our stuff, no matter what, even when you're in the hospital, bro. So I hope that everything is is well. I think I also shot you a, a direct message as well, bro. Hey. I just hope that everything is going all right over there, my friend, and and just wanted to give you a brief moment because you you definitely support this show. You definitely support me and Zim. Um, you support a lot of a lot of Bengals outlets outside of us as well. So just wanted to say something. I saw I saw your comment, man, and you definitely were on my mind today. I hope that everything is all right, my friend. Hope you're doing yeah. good, Diddy. Yes, sir. Diddy always. I mean, from day one, I always talk. I always shout him out every single time that we come in because I'm like, man, he just don't miss nothing. My man, well, it is in here. He ain't never missed one either. But um, one thing that I want people to know, too, about Carl Lawson is that he's very, very spiritual. And, and I and I really, really love the fact that um, he puts a lot of his beliefs like right on the table. If you want to just go check out his gram, it's Carl Lawson 55. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said his name. <laughs> his name. His name on Twitter, and we didn't even get into that part. 
but his name on Twitter, because if you just put in Carl Lawson, it's just a random guy like on the on the internet. But Carl Lawson fifty five, it throws me off because that's not his number. But um, Carl Lawson fifty five on there. But like he'll talk about like his beliefs in the Lord and like how he just uses that. He he often quotes Bible verses. I did want to talk to him a little bit about that. I felt like we were having fun, but I, that's something I really really felt like from day one. From the day that he was drafted, I always been like, okay, like I, I really, really respect the God fearing man and somebody that just believes in something and right. wants and wants to and, and is not afraid to voice that. And um, you can see his stance on a lot of different issues. So I definitely encourage y'all to go and follow him because he has some good, he has some very, very good thoughts. But you know, um, Diddy, I'm definitely like you know praying for you on your heart condition. Hope everything is well. I'm sorry. I saw somebody say that we didn't get to their question. We, I just went through like 15 questions. Like at at some point, you know, I don't know. Maybe I could have did a better job of getting some other. Right. I, I, I saw we some also other were kind of running out on time because I know he said that he had to be out by 7:30. So we literally got him right out at 7:30. Right. When so. when these players, when we had these guys on here, like we're gonna respect their time. So behind the scenes, we make sure that they're comfortable with the time slot that we have. Um, sometimes I hope that I'm not rushing through the questions. Uh, we did the speed round, but I feel like he answered all of the ones that, that, you know, I gave him. It was a couple ones I didn't get to. So we'll catch you next time. We, we do have another very special guest. Thanks to my man, Chris. Um, make sure y'all follow Chris too. It's Cincinnati five-star barber. Um, he, he definitely has looked out for us a lot. Uh, and we also, we've done a lot of things on our, on our own too, as well. So, cause we work really, really hard for these interviews. So we need y'all support. Make sure y'all follow my YouTube is Zim Hude. Make sure y'all subscribe to Aces. I know like some people just come for the interview. Even if you don't go on YouTube, tell your friends, send a link. It doesn't matter. We just need all of that to build it up. The more that we could build it up, the more interviews that we can have, the more people we can get to. The more you can get your thoughts to the players because we want to use you all as a beacon to roll like our thoughts and our energy to the players. Right. And like he said, that's Chris Cincinnati's five star uh, barber. The five star studio is located on one one five six one Chester Road. I kind of fumbled through that earlier. So I wanted to say that again. Uh, obviously, it's in Cincinnati, Ohio. You never know. You never know who might be in there. That's all I'm going to say. You never know. You never know who might be on here next week. Facts. Facts. So thank you guys for listening to the Orange is the New Black podcast. We'll be at you again this week for our Ravens preview. And definitely be sure to hit up ZimHuday.com. Get you a Burrow Baby's Tea for sure. Also, shout out to my man, Rob Bomber. Um, We're going to be doing a giveaway on here with his dope, uh, money mixing art canvas. So stay tuned in the future. But as usual, we'll leave you guys with a who day. Who day?